The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Monday. It is 545. This is the Morning Sickness. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. There's Brett Fessley. Big Dick Toledo. This show is ready to go. Already talking about uh, the Suns yesterday. and the. I like that. I like Sunday morning because uh, now football's not around. I like Sunday morning basketball kind of attacking you. 11 a.m. game. Pretty sweet. You get up. You got something to do right away. Pretty great. And KD still undefeated with Kevin Durant. I know it's three, but that's pretty awesome. You got two guys. Three and oh. Putting 30. Oh. Man, Booker's, Booker's been over 30. Like that. He's got 100 and some, what, 117 points in three games or something like that. It's going to be tough to beat. They can't defend it. So long as Frying Pan Hands Aiton doesn't uh, get in the way. <laughs> he's got two skillets for hands. I'm just convinced of it. That's He's he just. He can't grip anything. He just has to bat at stuff. He's like a cat with yarn. He drives me insane. Even just talking about it with you a second ago, I'm like, ah, I'm getting all fired up again. But uh, it's a tough team to beat. I'll tell you that. That's going to be a tough one to beat uh, when they get to, if they can stay healthy throughout this whole run. It's fun. Basketball is certainly fun right now. That is for sure. Unless you're a Memphis fan and John Morant's flashing guns. But that's a different story. But, uh, and basketball should be fun, and it should be well played, and it should be, uh, you know, uh, done by athletes and uh, and broadcast on television for those very reasons. Uh, not like what happened to me on uh, Saturday morning, where my friend Chris Harris, who does uh, a lot of high school sports broadcasting, I, uh, TV was on, the news was on, and then it was over, and I'm walking around the house, and I come back, and I see that the girls. 5A, 6A, whatever it is, state championship for basketball is on. You're the one that was watching that, huh? I wasn't. It was on. <laughs> but I wasn't watching it. And then I walked in and I heard, him, I heard them say Dobson Mustangs. And I'm like, that's Chris Harris. I know Chris. And so Chris says, the Dobson girls team, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh. And I watched the first couple minutes. Now, this is not to take away from uh, the accomplishments of any of these high school girls. I'm not expecting a lot. But I saw... Nothing too different than the WNBA on high school levels. And I'm convinced that uh, that might be, I don't know what, the, I don't know if that's the best they had to offer. The high school girls basketball isn't necessarily something we should pay for at all. For I don't think tax money should ever go to that. I think all the girls should have to like do fundraisers in front of the bashes and stuff to have the team. So I text Chris, I said, whatever they're paying you isn't enough, <laughs> even if you're making a million dollars. Next thing you know, I hear Chris Harris saying, ah, one of Dobson High's alums, John Holmberg from KUPD, tuning into today's uh, action between the ladies of, uh, and I'm like, oh, you son of a bitch. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Nobody's watching I this. Am. That was just for me. I didn't care that I was. People who know me know why to make fun. 
Oh, my God, that was just brutal to watch. But, uh, you know, and I'm looking to see, you know, for some reason, I, it dawned on me, I'm like, while they're sitting there, I'm like, I wonder if any of the coaches are still the same or if there's anybody I'll know from. And I realized that I've been out of school the, the entire time of a career for a teacher. There'd be nobody from yeah, my day. retired. Totally maybe. retired. Not only that, the people who started, like, the year I graduated would be retired. It was 33 years ago, for crying out loud. Nobody's still there. Oh, Christ, I didn't think about that. <laughs> Nobody. They're all, they're all out. If they're still there, they're, they've failed in life completely at, like, getting their stuff together. So I'm like, Jesus, that's insane. You'd have to start, in, like, in your 21 <laughs> The, the, the year I was done. All the teachers are gone. You're their their daughters, their sons and daughters are teaching. Yeah. Is all, Mr. Uh, so oh, yeah. Oh, no, it's his son. Yeah, almost all of your teachers are dead. <laughs> That's a fact. Pretty close, yeah. Well, I'm not even close. Like, if they're still alive, they are drooling in their cream corn. There's no way you've got a lot of, like, spry young teachers. You have nobody. Think I know of uh, two. They have to be at least 80. They're 75, 76, yeah. Then they were starting, they were teaching when they were 20. Yeah. That's, I don't know if that's, I, I didn't have any 20-year-old teachers, but they are uh, 30. That's, Brady, that would have been, that makes them. 40 years ago? 87 when you had them. No, if they were, if they were 30. <laughs> His math teacher didn't make it. Plus 50 40 is 70. They're th- what I'm saying is they're 30 years. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If they were well, thirty, twenty, yeah, they you were, were forty years earlier, yeah. 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 But if they were thirty, I doubt it. Even still, probably dead. Teachers don't live long. Why would they? The torture and stress they put themselves through, ugh, brutal. It would be absolutely miserable to be a teacher, especially today. At least back in the day with Brady, you could hit him or you could take him to the mercantile or tie him up to the where the horses are and say that that would have been a more fun time to teach. My teachers, they they were the last group of. Like, I'm going to kill these kids. Now, I don't know what they are. Trying to be all sweet to them all the time. Trying to figure out what gender they are. Trying to them, they, them. Oh, if, again, it's it's about that time. I haven't done it for a few months to tell all the public school teachers, today's the day you should quit. Absolutely leave that job. I just saw that they were trying to get more money. Like a $10,000 raise every year. Better have a talk with Toledo's wife. Ain't happening. Oh, I've talked to her. She's, you know, and again, they always have the same thing. It's my passion. Then you're not, uh, then why does the money matter? Then if passion pays, that's what you, but I gotta have, make a living. Make a living and then do your passion on the side because your, your passion sucks. It's my passion. To torture yourself with these idiot kids? No. And you know what you could do? Your passion at a private school where they actually pay you some decent cash. Get out of that public school thing. Just cancel it. They all lose their minds, but I'm not wrong because your job's easily replaced. You could go be a bank teller. You could be a bus driver. You could be uh, you could mop up after folks at uh, at homes. Anything pays you more than what you're making as a teacher. Go teach old people how to talk again. That kind of stuff. My annual, at least my my probably my quad annual plea to the public school teacher that you're you're crying for no reason. You knew this job didn't pay when you took it, and now that it's not paying. Make a career change. That's the key. The housekeeping at uh, what I'd heard um, at Talking Stick Resort. Oh, crushing teacher jobs. 25 bucks an hour. Killing them. Wow. I know it's not your passion, but you know what my passion is? Paying my bills on time. Not complaining. If I like uh, this job quite a bit that we got here, but if it didn't, I don't know how you did it. 
Staying up, but you that never bitched. Brutal. No, you never once said, you know, they don't pay enough, and I should get more of this. And they're like, this is what it paid. And you no, got- I took side gigs to make up Eggs. for the, you know. God damn it, Brett! That's <laughs> that's why we love you. That's how much he loved being that's in the right. air. Yeah, chair. he just liked it being was here. My passion. That's right. And it couldn't pay bills nope. by itself in the overnight, so you did a bunch of different things so you could keep this alive. Brilliant. Yeah, teachers, it's time to quit. There's no. But I'm watching that thing, and the, the coach for the. The girls' team was eight years in, and I'm like, eight years? I'm really going to do the math on that. I'm like, nope, I don't know that guy either, and he's been there for probably 15 years. This is ridiculous. It really was an aging process for me. I don't even know who won the game. I didn't sit and watch, but I felt bad for my man, Chris. But he, there he was. He tried to the, – the funny thing is he tried to twist it and make it public that I was watching girls' high school basketball. But then I realized he's talking. I chuckled. He's talking to nobody. Well, I had to send you the clip. I know. Yeah, when yeah, you yeah, sent I mean, it, I know exactly what watching it. it. I mean, yeah. it's funny because, like, if there was an audience, you'd be like, oh, he got me. But then I'm like, he's talking to nobody. It would be like if KDKB started making fun of us. No one would hear it. <laughs> I mean, I literally think I watched the tree falling in the forest, and no one was there to hear it. And it doesn't make a sound, by the way. I figured it out. Girls basketball, when you're being made fun of during a girls basketball game. No one hears it. Not one text. <laughs> I didn't get a text. I got an email from a family member of someone on the team. Hey, my daughter's, uh, or my friend's daughter's kid's playing on this. Blah, blah. I'm like, yeah. Are you really uh, watching that? I'm like, yeah, I was for a second. I was making fun of it. And I sent the text back. I'm like, okay. One guy, one guy saw it. And I'm not embarrassed. Well, you Harris. sent over the text. I was all like, all right, so he's playing girl down. All right, no yeah, problem. I was. And then the second one came through. I'm like, he's still watching this S. Oh, my God. Well, initially, <laughs> I watched to see if I if any of the old teachers were there. And then, then I did the math, and I'm like, oh, my God, all my teachers are dead. <laughs> and then and then I started. And then Harris hit me with the thing. I'm like, you son of a bitch. Then it was on to the bike ride. Just left in the middle. Didn't care. Dobson, congratulations. Don't know if you won or lost. Did they win? I don't okay. know. Okay. I don't know. And did you win if you're the girl state champion? Does anybody? There's no parade for that. Who cares? We've and the, I think most people do. We have a girls team. That's pretty much what they'd say. But uh, yeah, it was pretty good. But, but boy, televising it, I felt like I want to see the numbers on that. I want to see what kind of numbers that pulled. Because if you turned it, there was like two top fifteen college basketball teams playing. If you like basketball, that's the route. Probably turned in. You're going to see numbers. Tens uh, of tens. Tens. Tens of tens of people. You might not see any numbers. There'll be zeros. It could be across the board nothing. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. So Chris Harris trying to get me with that one. But I was kind of in on watching for the giggles of it all just to see how (laughs) Harris calls us. And a poor bastard had to learn all those names of high school girls. And oh, it's perverted in its own way. But I, uh, yeah. I like that uh, high school girls basketball players pat each other on the ass so vigorously. And there's a couple of them who aren't comfortable with it, so those are the upper shoulder pat. But a few of them are like, ass. They like <laughs> like it. Like, it's weird to see, like, high school kids doing that. I don't know why. I think it's because you're so I, yeah. not allowed to do that. You know, it's so off limits to hit somebody on the ass as a high school kid. But they were all over it. Anyway, congratulations, Dobson. First or second place. It doesn't matter. Uh, it's not a career. That's a passion for a lot of people, and they complain the whole time, too. Like, I want money for my uh, girl basketball. It's like, nope. It's a passion. Supplement in Russia. Don't bring your weed. You hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? 
Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Uh, Brady was talking about, you, you saw the Chris Rock special of the weekend. I've been reading about it all weekend. And that's another thing people are somewhat passionate about, is complaining about something that costs them nothing. That's a that I'm watching this Twitter thing blow up about Chris Rock and these these people are like I turned it off after 14 minutes. Netflix cancels good shows and lets this nonsense go on the air. This uh you know, he made fun of something somebody didn't like and whatever. No matter what the topic is, if it's free, you can't complain about it. That's my new rule. If it doesn't cost you any money, what, what did you lose in hearing something you didn't like? Nothing. Like if what you were you with, hoping to hear? Well, beyond. Not, I mean, if you don't know, like if you didn't know who Chris Rock was, that's the only way for the first time. Right? Maybe you could be upset at that. Like, right? That surprised me. But I. But you're announcing yourself as a humorless, miserable, awful friend of someone. Like you just like. There's nothing. A good, I don't ever see somebody who goes on Twitter to say things about Chris Rock's Netflix special that was free. I mean, you pay for Netflix. Yeah, but they didn't charge extra. No, right? you pay for cable, so everything on it is part of that bill. But you know, you can turn it, and so they go on there. They double click on Chris Rock. They went in mad because clearly don't like Chris Rock and said that he he's taboo this, taboo that, and I couldn't believe he was uh, he's still allowed. And and the one lady said uh, Chris Rock went on stage and proved why Will Smith was right. He should have been smacked several times. And I'm like, you're humorless. You don't have a sense of humor about anything if you take the time to complain about something you can turn off. I just have never understood that mentality. (laughs) And these people are so self-important, they think they're complaining for everyone else. They they don't understand that there's varying differences. Like some people find him hilarious, some people don't like him. But the people that don't like him at least have the decency to not watch and just go, not a fan of Chris Rocks. He's allowed to exist. Sure. And, and he's allowed to do what he wants on those specials. But it cost him nothing. And you you clicked twice. You clicked on uh, Chris Rock special and play. You, 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 you did this. Now, I, you know, I didn't see the pre-show. You know, they do one that it's not live. Right. And it had David Spade and... Um, Oh yeah, Dana Carvey. So maybe they tuned into that, and that's a little bit nope. different humor. All the I tweets were about Chris their, Rock. Yeah. All How many stars, about. Brady? Uh three. Three. <laughs> okay. What did you expect? I, well, you know. No, I mean on the. I mean, you know, <laughs> he was he was touching everything as far right. as taboo topics. Right. I mean, it's there's Chris an agenda Rock. on there. It is Chris Rock. If you ever think and, that you're not going to hear anything taboo. He's he's done it his whole career. No, but it, well, I guess I wasn't. I guess the reason I'm saying that I wasn't surprised by any of the. Uh, no, like there there was nothing. Was it funny or not? Unbelievably yeah. original. Yeah. Um, and there's can, times you're you're laughing really hard at it, and then there's times he's he's like trying to make a point. I, I don't know if he's trying to get into the Chappelle thing. It was a little, he's done the same thing. Like, he, yeah. he actually has done that longer than Chappelle. Yeah, where he's he's been a philosopher about what he's talking about as much as he is telling jokes. That's just good comedy. I, I, I didn't see it. I'm not. I think. I, I honestly think Chris Rock's being a bit of a bitch touring the Will Smith jokes as long as he has, rather than burying the hatchet. He's going to make all that cash and, and cash in on getting slapped with the same. You know, he played Muhammad Ali. I was Pookie. I was Cream Corn and Pootie Tang. And it's like, all right, we get it. Yeah, the you analogy. It. It was a year and a half ago, I get it. Uh, 
But are you going to talk to him? What's the next phase of this? We get the slap is a long time ago now. Well, he was so, holding off on it for a while, wasn't right, he? Because like he wanted he to write material, right? Yeah. He wanted to get it good, and he did. And he's funny. I mean, but, for me, that that's really the first time hearing that. I've heard one or two yeah. lines, but I've never heard uh, the full deal. And 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 some of it, it didn't seem that way that. Oh, you're holding on to it because there's a lot of people that probably haven't heard that. It's been a year and a half. Yeah, but I like mean, you said, or a year and a, I guess a year and a month. But still, it's okay. You can get the. But if you haven't paid attention much to, like he's done these jokes all over the country. He's hit them. You know, they've been printed. You know, when everybody was like, "What's Will Smith?" or "What's he going to say about the Will Smith thing?" All of them. Every joke he told was printed on every news outlet ever. Oh, he said this. He said that. He said this. So it's not. And like, for my part, I mean it. it yeah, you're talking about three or four things out of the hour sure. special. Yeah, yeah. But again, that one's starting to be like, you know, I've I've already talked about that. It needs to happen rather than just grandstanding on the idea that, ooh, I've got, it's not really getting them anymore. It's now just part of, it's like an old joke now. You just keep telling about the same guy. It's like, eh. And not that Will Smith was right, but it's like, all right, Chris, that's. Well, so I, was just impre- next I was impressed in the way that it, it was such a unique show because that is live. Yeah. You're on Netflix now, so it's on top of, you know, live studio audience. You want to be pretty well polished. It'd be interesting to see how he felt after that. But that's what stand-up is. Every day it he is. does that live. I mean, it's now you just add the camera. Yeah. That's what Michael's saying. He says it's basically the same show he did here a few months right. ago. I mean, yeah. same material. Hilarious, yeah. but yeah, same material. He toured it. It's yeah. an hour of, like, you know, none of it seems like it's really from the heart anymore. It's like, now these are my... I've got it down. ...static jokes and... I just think that there's a certain part. After a while, you can talk. Like if I got punched in the face by Neanderthal, I'd talk about it here for a while. But if a year later I still haven't talked to him, but I'm still talking about it, you'd be like, all right, do something about it. Yeah. You know, after like, a while, it's like, all right, I get it. You, you've done a good job grandstanding on this. You deserve that. But now take the next step. Have a sit down with Will Smith. You know, he's making fun of Jada. He's kind of going after how she, uh, you know, cheated on him with uh, the the kid's son August, or whatever. Uh, Elena or and whatever he, his name And he is. kind of bashed on them a little bit. And it's like, all right, I get it. You're mad at the Smiths. But do something about it. Because after a certain amount of time, you're kind of shrugging your shoulders going, this is real. So be real with it. That's one thing about Chris Rock that I've always loved is that his it seems authentic. And this is the first time I've ever watched him kind of go down the road of like, I got to milk this and I'm scared to death to be truly authentic with it. Because being authentic would be, all right, let me sit down with, with Will Smith and the two of us can chat. But he's still kind of mad at him. Other than that, again, people complaining on Twitter and trying to get Chris Rock canceled for topics that you tuned in for. It's not like he showed up at your house and just started doing stand-up. If, if that happened, like if the doorbell rang and I just want to talk to you about a bush. It's like, wait a minute. I, I can complain about this. I didn't. None of this has. This is happening to me. But if you if you actively hit Netflix buttons and start the, it, it's on you a hundred percent. Same with this show. If you're tuned in, you're like, I like the show. I'm going to tune in, and then you just don't like what you're hearing. God, it's easy to not hear it. Sure is. So simple to step away, and you're some sort of warrior for the world to say, I'm not going to ever let people hear that because I don't like it. You don't like Chris Rock, you think, okay, move on. But the tweets, crazy. Talking about how he deserved it. Everybody in the audience should have gotten up and slapped him. I'm like, well, what's your what's your Twitter handle? Uh, at humorlessbitch. 
Yeah, it's just, it's ridiculous. The audience didn't certainly feel that way. No, they showed up. They wanted to have fun. A comedy audience always laughs twice as hard as regular audiences because they're there to laugh. They've already, Once you cross the door, you, you're like, we're laughing tonight. You know, and when the crowd laughs, it's contagious laughs. Stuff that you wouldn't laugh at in somebody's car, you'll bust up laughing at at a comedy club twice as hard. It's just, I just don't get the complaining. Yeah, there's... Chris Rock is going to win that fight every time. I just don't understand the people that want to. There was a guy, and I, that's the one thing. I understand why women wouldn't like him. They may not get it. But there was a guy that just went bananas, screaming and yelling about, you know, he talks about people who aren't there to defend themselves. And I'm like, <laughs> when in the world did stand-up comedy <laughs> he have a jury? Too often. When did it have a jury? And I'm like, all right, this is, this is who I'm talking about. Let's bring up the abortion doctors and the girls who have had abortions. My next five minutes are about abortion. You guys can... We'll, we'll, ha- we'll allow a counterpoint afterwards. That's that's the opposite of why you're there. And Chris Rock kind of addresses that yes. whole premise. Is like you know how hypocritical the world is. He's talking about you, you know you uh, you'll play Michael Jackson songs, but you won't play R. Kelly. It's true. Thanks. And why the songs are better? Michael Jackson that's- songs live longer. <laughs> They're better. What he said. It, it's, it's, again, convenience. What he's saying is the premise of behind the guys. Right. Oh, if you're taking a stand. Well, that's the thing I always say. That's the one of the best Seinfeld episodes ever is when Elaine wouldn't uh, uh, eat at a pizza place because of the, the owner's stance on abortion. And Jerry's like, do you know everybody's stance on abortion? They're in a restaurant there. Well, what about Poppy? And, asked, and they asked the owner, what is your stance on abortion? He went off on this tirade and they had to leave. He's like, you, you don't want to know what people are thinking. You just don't if you're going to take a stand. But if the, again, Chick-fil-A proved it. If the chicken's delicious enough, you don't care too much about who they hate. You can unless cross the line. Yeah, unless it starts getting real loud at the store and harder to get the chicken. But I'm watching an entire uh, arena of people. Downloading the Chick-fil-A app every fourth quarter of a Suns game in case the road team misses two free throws. And I'm telling you, it's the greatest promotion ever. And never once has someone said, they hate gays. They want free chicken. That place can hate a little bit if they're making delightful chicken like they are. It's just so good. It's ridiculous how people do that. And you give away free chicken and you can put aside a little bit of the political views of a group. Now, if I'm paying $20 for the chicken, these guys hate gays. How are they getting away with this? But if it's free and you clicked on it, there should be a rule that, like, your Twitter shuts off. Or your Twitter should have, a like, a default on it. And then you're like, are you complaining about something that was free? Yes. Did you choose to watch it? Yes. All right. Twitter's personal responsibility rule is now in effect. We can't let you complain about something that you did to yourself. I walked into a manhole that was wide open, and I knew it was open because they had it barricaded off, and I walked in. That's dangerous. You walked into a manhole that was open? Yes. And you want somebody to fix that? But you did that. Sometimes I hate the Internet. I always hate it. It's the personal responsibility factor is all gone. Everybody can shout whatever. He's got keyboard muscles. Yeah. I ran headlong into a wall. Walls shouldn't exist. Like, what? Why? Let's save people from doing what I did. You know what? Let's start with you. Let's save yourself from doing that again. Here's your helmet. Give me your phone. You're not allowed to tweet anymore. But yeah, if you got to complain about something, just shut her off. Just takes a group of ten people. Yeah, on Twitter mm-hmm. to start and making noise. Well, that's the, uh... it, it was a lot. 
It was an. It was actually a lot of people. It was like tons. I'm just saying to start it. Right, but take five or six, and then all of a sudden it goes down. You don't like ever, Roy said. It eventually turns into Obama's fault or whoever the right. It goes politics, but you don't ever hear from people. It's the old restaurant businesses. You never hear the people. Never call and say what a wonderful experience. You, I mean, nine times out of ten, the calls that come in are going to be the ones who are like, I had this happen, above the complainers. That's why I never read, like, Yelp reviews Ever. and all that stuff. Me it's either. just people, people's sounding board to bitch. Yep. And usually it's about prices, mm-hmm. which makes me go, okay, good. That makes that person. And I, halftime, will read a Yelp review to say, does this mean the person I'm reading about will never be at the restaurant? Because that sounds like they've made the restaurant better to me. <laughs> yeah. The waiter had long hair and tattoos, and the prices were so high. Oh, good. That sounds like a place you're never going to be, so I'm going to go there where the humorless people don't like it. Yeah, I just just don't understand watching a comedy special and then having problems with the content. Have you never seen a comedy special before? I went to the Amazing Atheist once. He was opening. I didn't know he was going to be there. He was opening for someone else. I had no idea. I think it was Norm MacDonald's show. And it was me and another friend of mine laughing hysterically and no one else. I mean, this dude was funny and he was smart and he had boiled down a bunch of things. You could feel how uncomfortable a lot of people were with it. Now, the people who were there to play were laughing. I was in hysterics. And it's the first time I've ever said, like, there's, there's people, I'm surprised people aren't leaving right now because he was hitting some taboos. You talk about the basics. Chris Rock went down. This dude was going after it. And hilarious, and then just like dismantling things. But the amazing atheist, which no one knew was part of the bill, was a riot. Paid money for it, walked in the room, didn't know he was there. I can understand somebody going, I didn't like that. But to the credit of everyone in the room, they looked and said, I don't like that. But I'm at a comedy show, so sometimes you got to kind of expect the unexpected. Like some stuff's not going to tickle my funny bone. But he was great. I'm surprised he didn't blow up either, but I think he was just, he was super smart. <laughs> like some of the things, uh, and he made a point to tell everybody how dumb they were, which was even better. <laughs> but yeah, Chris Rock special, it's still available on Netflix, so if you're looking to make yourself mad, uh, evidently that's the one to do it. I don't get it. I'll never understand. If you want to complain about something, girls basketball, I mean, that's something we all need to stop. I don't even watch it. I only complain when they complain. But we'll see. I'm just happy Kevin Durant's around. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? A good one. We'll start off this Monday. 585-9800. That's the number. You tell us what you want to hear next. We'll play it. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet! Mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.